Rabbi Sai, good morning. A good Nerev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Re'ei. Tovshin Pegimel. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Mavarchim. We're being going to be Mavarach, the month of Elul. Ah, we're going to be Mavarach this last month of the year. Elul Aniva Doidi Madoidi Li. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, which we find ourselves in the last part of the, the last week, so to speak, of what's called the Bein Hazmanim, where um, everyone is trying to get the respite before the beginning of the Zman, to those that are into the yeshiva slang. And uh, the summer is ending, so to speak, but we still are trying to, you know, to grab in the last moments of the summer. So, as we always try to say, we try to get chizuk from the parasha, we try to get a little message and uh, the first thing I have to say is, uh, I'm listening a little bit to the previous years, and it seems at this time of the year, in the last few years, the Rebbe Hashem has been Mizakas with Simchas. And uh, this week we had the great Simcha of a, of a, a chasna of our granddaughter, Sarah Talba, to Eliezer Wolfson. And uh, the chasna was a great Simcha. And uh, not only the chasna, but the shevet brachas and the dancing and the singing and and what can we say? We don't have really the words to be able to say over thanks, proper thanks to Kadosh Baruch Hu. and we give a bracha not only to the young couple, <clears throat> we give a bracha to all of those who are listening and all of those who or in Klal Yisrael, that we should share in Simchas, everyone should be Zoycha to Simchas, there should be Simchas for the Kalas, for the girls that are waiting for, for Shaduchim, and for the boys that are waiting for Shaduchim, there should be Simchas by the families, that everyone needs Yeshuas, and Rufuas, and we turn to Rebbe we know that's the source of everything, we ask that Rebbe should really send Brachas, like this week's Parsha, the Parsha of Re'i, Anoichi Noisim, Afneich Mayim, Bracha, it should be bracha. That's what we should. Hear. That's what we asked for. <clears throat> I just want to mention just you know something that I said, which relates to the parsha, and uh, it will begin our launch into some messages, which are negaya not only for the parsha but also negaya for the month of Elul. Because I really think that you know the month of Elul is so much framed in this parsha, uh, Elul, which is the our, our last month of the year, but it's the time when we prepare ourselves for the Yom and the Rai and for the Yom Adin, the days which are coming as the days of awe. So we can really see with just in the, within the first few psukim, uh, so many, so many messages which will help us to be able to to raise our sights up and to be able to see, to be able to be re'ei, to have the right perspective of really how we could, how we should enter into the month of Elul. And um, so I just said over that the uh, everyone asked the famous question that the parasha begins with re'e, which is Lashon Yachid, and it continues in the passing says, Behold, I give to you Lifnechem in front of you, which is a Lashon of Rabbim. A lot of the forces speak about it, just mentioned on the side that the Balaturim already points out, and he says that re'e Lashon Yachid, because that's the derech of Limit Atayra, that the first thing is Moshe Rabbeinu taught Aaron, that to say of the Mishnah, so it was Re'eh speaking, so to speak, to Moshe, the way he gives it over to Aaron. And then the order 
of the what the Gemara says in Masechet Erevin is that then afterwards, when that's when Moshe Rabbeinu's sons came in to learn as well. So the first order was to learn with other, and then it's Nosen Lifnechem to be able to teach, first teach to the individual, and then go on to the to the many. That's a simple pshat. Um, I saw from Rev Gavaldik Avort from Rev. Um, Rev Sirotskin, the Maznaim Latoira, Rev Zalman Sirotskin. So he wants to say two pshatim, and I tied it into the Shidduch in the Vort, which I gave Wednesday night by the Sheva Brachas, <coughs> that <coughs> it's really a message which we know the Rambam says that every person should take a look, and especially before Elul, to see that the whole world, half of the world is filled with merits, and half of the world is filled with. Chayvus uh, with demerits, and each person's actions can play a role not only for himself but also play a role to salvage and to save the entire the entire world. The world is in a, the world is in a turmoil. The world is shaking. The world is there's a measuring uh, gauge that's going on. How many mitzvahs do we have? How many averes do we have? In each country, it's being decided. As we know in the Sanatoik of what we're going to say, each country and each nation and each each family, each one of us should take responsibility. A, my individual actions can play a role to the entire tzibur. That's one interpretation. And that is a reflection when we take a look at a shidduch and it's building a house. This is the time period when individuals turn into a tzibur. It's not just a chasen, it's not just a kala, it's a whole new entity. The re'eh, which took place when they were first growing up, is now nice nechem. Now they're going to build something together. That's the gavaldik gavaldik eschus that they have. The second pshat he says is, again, that a lot of times people think, well, you know, the main thing is my own steiging, my own learning in the, in the derech of limit ha But we have to know, no, the purpose of the limit ha is in order to share it with others is in order to give it over to others, as I said, that uh, the Rambam says that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is lumoid ulalamed. It's not only to learn for yourself, but to give it over to others. Every one of my rabbeim that I was able to see, they didn't just remain within their cloistered environment. They went out and they taught Torah to the tzibur. They taught Torah to the tzibur. They, 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 taught, they taught it to the masses. And I think that that's a message. Re'ei, I'm giving to you should give over to others. That goof is the bracha. The Balaturim also says the the next passage is Es Habracha Asher Tishmu, the Sofitavis of Es Habracha Asher Tishmu are the Isis of Torah. You want to know where the bracha is found? The bracha is found within the Torah, within the framework of Limanat Torah, with the framework of Kiyam HaTorah. That's where the bracha is found. So we want to know how do you build a Jewish home? You build a Jewish home by building it based upon the precepts of Torah, the concepts of Torah, and the concept of not just the individual, but the concepts of helping out for the others, helping out for the tzibur. For sure, in the beginning, Shana Rishana, the couple is getting to know themselves. Their focus has to be on themselves, building themselves. We say building themselves is building their home together, this new unit. But the purpose is to build a family. The purpose is to take the the messages and the lessons that they learned that they learned from their homes, which is to be able to give over to the tzibur, to give over to others. So that's a message which I thought that was a very apropos. 
Um, the Vilna Gaon says an unbelievable thing, which I think also brings home, brings uh, very much to home the message of Elul. And he says, take a look at the beginning of the first, every word in the Pasuk is mamish, drenched with a gewaldic message of how a Yid can prepare himself for the month of Elul. Why does the why does the Torah use the word nisin? says nisin. Nisin is present. I'm giving you. It should have said I gave you. I gave you in the past. So over here, the the guy says that a person might say, well, you know, bechira comes to a person from the time he's born. You know what kind of character traits he has, right? So. If I uh, took the right path, then um, then I'll follow the right path. But if I didn't take the right path, if I chose a bad path, so to speak, or I was brought, in, I was brought into a family that uh, didn't necessarily bring me up in the proper with the proper education of what it means to follow the ways of the Torah, if it was if it was nasati, then I can't change it. The answer is nisein. Hakadosh Baruch says nisein. Every single moment, HaKadosh Baruch is giving us the opportunity to choose the right path. And a person shouldn't say that it's predestined what I have. And even until the day a person dies, it's possible for a person to what? To um, be able to choose the right path. Next stage. The next the, the next concept is, it says, Why was it important to say the words Hayyim? Because sometimes a person might say, I... I have such a peckle of Averis. If the Rabbanus would take a look at my peckle of Averis, and he would see how much, I don't know if you've ever been stopped by a policeman, and all of a sudden he starts looking up your record, and he starts saying, oh, you did this and this and this and this, right? But if a person would say, you know what, I'm not looking at the past, I'm looking at the present. Right now, I have the opportunity to do good things. A balchuva is like a cotton shenoyle dummy. A balchuva says, "I'm today. I'm going to do the right thing." That's the attitude that one should have. A person should have the attitude of hayoyim. Hayoyim, I have the opportunity to do good. Sur The Rambam says that you want to know how to be sur like the Balshantim says, "Aseitoyf." That's why the lashon is aziva sachet and then charata. So Rav Shturmer brings down the first thing is. Remove yourself from Chet. Do some positive things. You know, be introspective for five minutes in the middle of davening. Okay, don't take a look to try to change around everything overnight. person might say, well, I haven't been davening with Kavana. I can never change my Kavana. No, right now I have the opportunity to do it. Hayyim is a great lesson. Another thing a person might say is, is that I can't do it. My Yetzirah is being misgaber on me. I'm alone. I'm by myself. The answer is re'ei anoichi. Kodesh Baruch says anoichi. To remember to anoichi la'yilacha. To remember to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Hakadosh Baruch is with us. Yitzro shall adam eskabela b'chol yom. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu is oizrela. Hakadosh Baruch helps the person, the individual. Ah, look at these gavaldiga things. So far, we see that nasati is not just a nation. Okay, I have an opportunity now to do the bechira. Person shouldn't say, "I have a peckle of a virus." No, Hayom, I only take a look at the, what's going on today. person shouldn't say, it's impossible for me to um, to stop the Yetzirah that I have. No, Anochi HaKadosh Baruch is with us. 
And if a person will say, well, you know, there's so many things, you know, today there's like the choices. Well, I can do this, I can do that. And today, unfortunately, we have so much effect of the media. Everything's in front of us. You know, I, it, it's, I, could, I, can't, I, can't, I can't really choose. I can't really come out with the, with the bracha. No, lefnechem. And the Baruch says, no, it's right in front of you. All you have to do is just, you focus, and we'll soon see a little bit more what focusing means. Lefnechem, I'm going, it's going to be in front of me. It's right in front of me. All I have to do is to choose right now what's in front of me. The right thing which is in, in, front, of, is in front of me. That's really what I have to do. And the last thing is, person shouldn't think that I myself, in the framework that I'm in, let's say not everyone is necessarily sitting in the cloistered halls of the Beis Medrash, the cloistered halls of the yeshiva. I'm out in the world. I'm, I don't necessarily see, today we see a world which is bereft from morals and values. Ah, you can't even begin to think about everything that's going on in the world. The, val, the, the, valueless, the, the value of being a moral person, but how can I do it on my, on my own? So the answer is, even though I don't have tzaddikin, and I don't necessarily have my next-door neighbors being the greatest tzaddik, but you know what? Re'ei, each individual has the ability to do the right thing. Rabbi, so look what's packed into this pasuk. Re'ei anoichi noisim lefneichem ayoyim bracha uklala. The next pasuk says, Es ha-bracha asher tishmu, the bracha that you will listen to. And that, what is that? And everyone's medayik. The bracha is asher tishmu. It's 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 just listening to the bracha. Rav Sternbach writes, just listening to the bracha. What does that mean? Just understanding that the mitzvahs themselves are the greatest bracha. The opportunity mitzvahs. If a person were to say, I have opportunity to mitzvahs. A non-Jew doesn't have the opportunities I have. I have the opportunity, so many and so many opportunities. If we would look at mitzvahs as being opportunities, just the, hearing it, I should tish me that I have the opportunity to mitzvahs. That is really the greatest bracha. I am a member of Klal Yisrael. Brings down a miser, Repatskol Abramsky, the great guy, the, the, who, who was captured by the, by the Russians and sent to Siberia, and all of his svarim were taken away, and he was a big rov. And he said he woke up in the morning. And he said to him, uh, "I have no swarm to learn with. What can I do? What kind of? I'm going to be here in Siberia for who knows how long." And he ended up writing a great sefer over there. Okay, the 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 Chazon Yecheskel which he learned without any swarm. He wrote it really amazing. But he said he woke up in the morning and he said, He thanked the Kaddish Baruch and he was Maida. He, 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 he was able to see that HaKadosh Baruch was with him. And he says, I have the mitzvah of Amunah. That's something that cannot be taken away from us. Rabbi said, the bracha is Asher Tishmo. Just, just having the, the focus that we are from the Am HaNifcha that can do mitzvahs, that in itself should bring us great, great um, encouragement. The the Mepharshim and Medayik, the Balatur brings down, I want to speak a, bit, a little bit about it. We've mentioned it in the past, but it's such an insightful vart, we can't lose sight of it. The um, Balaturim says that the words, the word es habracha, it begins with the aleph and it ends with the tough, which shows us that the mitzvahs really, are, and the brachas are really something which begins from the beginning of the aleph base to the end of the aleph base. The haklala, it begins with a vav, that word, and it ends with a hey. And this is being Miram, as the Medrash says, that the Vav, 
which is really the sixth letter in the Aleph base, is now reverting back to the hay. And that's what happens when there's klala. When there's klala, things seem to be out of order, out of wax, so to speak. And this is a remez they bring down to where we see the brachas and the klalas in the Torah. We see it from Parshas B'chu In Parshas B'chu we start off in B'chu So we start off with the Aleph. And then the brachas end, I will bring you to Eretz Yisrael, in a standing fashion. Kamemias, the last word, the last letter is tough. So it's from Aleph to tough. But the Klalas, it starts off, V'im loy tishma. It starts off with the Vav. And the last words of the Klalas are, Biyad Moshe, the end letter is Hey, is the letter Hey. So the Vav turns into the Hey. And Rev Gedal Yeshua writes in Parshish B'chul Kaisai, a Givaldika insight, and we'll just try to pick out some highlights from it. The concept is that the Bria was created really in a pristine fashion. And according to the dictates of the Bria, of the creation of the world, everything, if it follows in its normal um, in its normal order, really there should be complete, complete bracha. For instance, the Ramban says that the chayas, the animals, in the beginning stages, they only ate grass. It was only after the chet of Adam Arishan then they began to be tarif, they began to 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 devour. And La'asid Lave, when when we'll return back to the situation of Adam Rishon Kaidam Achet, then the order will be that the Chayas won't be Tarfus anymore. The in the future there will be uh, the way it was like before the Chet of Adam Rishon, that the trees gave gave forth cakes. Cakes came directly out of the tree. What if the Pshat case came, came directly out of the tree? So the the it's brought in the Zvarim Akdashim that the um, Chita, Chita is really from the word, has the same words as Chanata. Chanata means when things are ripe, uh, when, when things are ripe and when the fruits are ripe, but it's missing the Nun. When the Nun was taken out, the Nun is the Nun Sharibina was taken out, of the Chanata, so the Chita remained just Chita, which is interesting. It has the letters also of Oisius Chet. The Chita has the Oisius of Chet in it. The, the Chita was devoid of the Nun. It, therefore, it, it, it wasn't in its right and say, what do we have to do with Chita now? Now we have to take it, and we have to pulverize it, and we have to grind it, and we have to make it into, into bread. But it used to be it was chanata. When it was ripened, the chita itself, the wheat stalks itself, gave out cakes. Because in the natural order of the bria, the bria is filled with bracha. The, the bria is filled with bracha. It's only when we're mechalkalit, when we ruin it, when a person sins, when there's so much sin in the world, then the world is out of wax, so to speak. And that's the pshat. In the beginning, everything is in order. When there's bracha, it's from aleph until tov. Everything flows. Everything has its order the way it's supposed to be. And the Shalak Kaddish goes even deeper. And he says that everything is really, we know that the, everything that in the physical world is really based upon the source of it, which is in the spiritual world. But there's what's called levushim. There are different cloaks. When there's a cloak on it, you don't necessarily see it. It's hidden. 
until it comes down into this world. So the Aleph, which represents the Aleph, which is the Alufa Shaloyla and the Rabbanu Shalom, it represents Or, that light. So the Levush is only an Aleph, it's only one on top, it's only one surrounding it. But as things go on, the Aleph, that Or continues to go on, and it goes down into the world until it gets to the 400, till, till, till there's 400 Malbushim. But everything is in its proper order, everything is connected, and that light is able to shine forth. There's Ois Aleph has one Levush, Ois Beis has two Levushim, Ois Gimel has three Levushim. And this is something that, it, that when the bracha is there, then from the shayrish, there's a shayrish of taiv in the world. There's a shayrish of bracha in the world. When things are flipped, when we do chet, in in then it's the ve'im, the vav, goes back to the hay. It could be the vav is just the rem, as I'm thinking out loud. The vav achibur, okay, we lose sight of the vav achibur. And we lose sight of the Rabbanu Shalom. We don't think you don't see things in its proper order. And this Alma is again in these Psukim. And I think when we think about the month of El, we want to return back the order. We want to get back to the way we're supposed to be. We want to think about ah, uh, my actions have an effect, and I can become back to the to the Matzava of the Marishan Kodamachet. So these are things which um, we can ponder upon as we get into this parsha. The parsha speaks so much. I just want to go off and speak a few more words. The Vilna Gaon says, Gavalik of words, Aser. It says, one of the ways is take off Miser, and it says, Aser to Aser. And the Gavar Darshan's Aser, Bishul Shetis Aser. So the Gaon says that the Nigun of the trap on Aser, Bishul Shetis is Zokev Katon. Zokev Katon, it's being Miramis, that Zakot Ngodoye. This cotton will become standing up when a person gives miser. So then he will rise him, he will raise himself up, and he will um, he'll get usher. He'll be, he'll get more. And with this, the Vilna Gaon says another word. We know that any time it says over a double lush in the Torah, like asir to asir, it means afilu meyapamim. Like we say shalech to shalech esaham afilu meyapam esaim tikachloch afilu meyapam. Hoshev teshivim, afilu meyapam. Hoichech techiach, even a hundred times. But l'chor over here, he has the gaval mikakasha. We know that in tzedakah, it says al yevaz vezyosim mechaimish. You know how to give more than a fifth of your property. So how can you do it meyapamim? Okay, because al yevaz vezyosim mechaimish. So the Vilna Gaon says gaval but it says aser b'shul shetasasher. So let's say a person was. Uh, uh, he, he only had a certain amount of money and he took off my, so he took off 10%. The Rebunner says, give you aftocha that you're going to get more Aisher. So let's say a person only had $100 and he took off 10%. Now, Rebunner is going to give him Aisher and it could be he's going to get $200. Now he's got $200, so now he can take off my, sir. He gives him the $200, he's going to take off more. So even though is but the chaymish is incre- incremental. The fifth is incremental. That's what the Torah is telling us that even the aser b'shul a person will be able to raise himself up and to become even even on a higher level. I have to tell you that this week was the yard of a great yid. This yid, his name was Rebelio Hankin Some of you might have heard of him. Many of you might have not have heard of him. But I 
was eichet to to have a shtikol shaychus because Rav Moshe Feinstein, my Rebbe, used to have such a harach and kavod. And I was reading a little bit about him. He was and really an amazing, amazing person. He was on the really from the first postkim in America. He lived in the Lower East Side, and he ran an organization called Ezra's Hatayra, which is still around today. And it was a, a, an organization which was started by the Gedolim in Europe, and he was the, the leading rav in America, and he dedicated himself to raising money for this Gavaldic organization. I want to tell you just a few stories. I met my friend, Reb Michal Shurkin in Shul, and I said, Reb Michal, I you know it was the yard site, and I heard Gavaldic, do you have any personal stories? He says, yeah, I have a personal story. Reb Michal Shurkin is a big Talmud Chacham, and he said when he was a Chassan, he went, because he went by Reb Moshe, he went to the Lower East Side, to Rav, um, to Rav Henkin's house to get a bracha from the Gadol. And he got a beautiful bracha. And then he went home. He lived in Flatbush. And when he got home, his mother said to him, you know, it's very interesting. The Gabbai from Rav Henkin called, and he says he wants to see you. So Rav Shurkin said, see me? I just saw him. But he heard what the Gabbai said. He quickly got on the train. I guess it was the F train. And he went down back to Lower East Side. He went to Rav Henkin's house. And when he came in there, listen to the story. Rav Henkin said to him, listen, Rehenki, you should know, he was blind. He was uh, old. He was very, very old. And he said, listen, when you were here, I gave you a bracha. But I reminded myself when you left that you're a yasim because Rehenki, because Rav Shurkin's father had passed away. And the minig is that the father of a chassan usually gives the chassan talk to the to the chassan before, the, before his wedding night. So I feel that you don't have a father. I want to be the shliach for your father. And Rehenki sat with him for a half hour and he was masbrim, the hilchas tznius, you know, chassan and akala. And Rav Shurkin said, it was such a good, Rav Henkin was a gadol but a gadol thinks about others, as we said before. And therefore, he gave him this gavaldik, gavaldik, bracha. And he gave him this gavaldik, chassan shmuz. Rav, Rav Shurkin's father at one point needed parnasa, so he rented a small hotel in a place called Saratoga Springs. And this is where a lot of Gedolim went in the old days. And Rav Henkin called him up and said he wants to come there for the weekend because he raises money and he makes an appeal for Ezra's Torah. So when Rav Shurkin heard that, Rav Shurkin's father heard it, when Rav Henkin came, he gave him the best room in the house. He gave him the VIP room. Rav Henkin saw it, saw the room, and he says, Chas Sholem. And he said, show me a room where the closet is, where the janitor's closet is, the rooms are. If there's room for a bed, I want to have a bed there. He wanted, he didn't want to live in this nicer room. He wanted to live in a very, very austere, small little room crammed in. And Rav Shurkin's father asked him, why? He says, because I'm raising money for Ezra's Torah. Every penny has to go for tzedakah. So I'm allowed to take out, to put out a little money to rent the room. But I can't afford to pay for the luxurious room. I get exactly what I need. This is what I need. What I need is just a little room to be able to sleep in. This was the godless of Gedolim. I heard from my mother, she said that the IRS, they once came to Hankin's house because he used to have, in those days, all the money went to his, his, his account. And they thought for sure that he was siphoning off some funds for himself when they came to his house and they saw how completely, completely destitute it was and how there literally wasn't anything, a little rickety chair and a, a, a barely a stove and a barely a refrigerator. They ran out. They said, this man doesn't take any money for himself. They saw how great this great rabbi was. Rabbi Sai, the month of Elo is upon us. 
Ani l'daydi v'daydi li. How do we get to Elul? The map is in this week's parsha. Rei, remember Hakadosh Baruch Hu says each one of us is an individual. Anoichi, the Rebbeinu is with us. Nicein, every single day is a day that we can accomplish. Every single day is a new day. Lifneichem hayoyim. Remember, Rabbi Yisai, take the opportunity of the day. The bracha asher tishmu. The bracha is just saying, I am a yid, and a yid. It has the brachas, the, the 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 opportunity to do mitzvahs. The gavaldik and we see, and we see what this is a blueprint for how we should enter into the month of Elul to take stock for ourselves, to think about what can I do to care about another yid. And I think this is the last lesson that I told the yid this morning. If we think about it, Rav Henkin was a goyin adir, and for fifty years he used to raise money. And I know how he used to raise money: ten dollars here, twenty dollars here, a dollar here, a dollar there. 50 years he gave of his life for the tzibor. He gave his life for other. And I think that if we'll take upon ourselves to think about what can I do for another yid, this will be the greatest hatzlocha that we can have. We're going to be mavarach the month of Elul. We should be zoichem Hashem. That this year, Tavshim Pei Gimel, we should be able to be the tichle shana, the kilalasel, the tochel bracha, the the Shana as we're getting closer to the Rosh Hashanah, we're hearing the sounds of Rosh Hashanah in our brains, in our minds. That the shofar will be blown, Mirzashem. We should know that we are the Yidden that have the opportunity to be able to do mitzvahs. We should be happy, and Hashem, there should be simchas by everyone. The simchas by Klal Yisrael uh, should be zochas. All we say to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, the Mayor of Yemenu, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.